Episode 89 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike sitting here with my boys ready to talk some wrestling. We had some breaking news that just happened today. Uh, What might have been a feel-good story kind of got derailed for one AEW superstar. We'll get into all the details about that. But then we saw a major star reveal himself on AEW Dynamite. No, he didn't take his clothes off. He just came out from behind the curtain. And... uh, (laughs) Gave us all a big pop, so we're going to talk about that and plus more. But before we do, let's introduce the fellas real quick. Over in Glendale, some guy who's been running his ass off, he just completed an 8K. He keeps it regal, Steve Robeschmidt. What up, Grabby? Blood and guts! (laughs) (laughs) Blood and guts! (laughs) We're going to see it. Uh, Another blood and guts is coming our way. It looks like it's going to feature... Uh, the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Jericho Appreciation Society. And I finally got a chance to listen to that Jericho Appreciation Society origin story on the Jericho podcast oh, wow. when I was working. It was pretty good. good. It was pretty nice. good. I mean, I still it still sounds like I stopped listening to Jericho because a lot of times it's like just a stroke off session to himself. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know. But, you know, the guy is a genius. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he produces. I mean, I don't really even love his personal views anymore. But still, he he really does pump his own tires on this show. But it was fun to hear about how cool this opportunity was for the Jericho Appreciation Society to get together. So, anywho, speaking of appreciation, uh, my dude gets out on the water on the weekends. Mr. Matt <laughs> Michelson keeping it versus <laughs> on the water. What up, Matt? Triple H. Got a pair of titties like a 65-year-old woman. How you doing? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> For those of nice. you who don't follow Enzo Amore on Instagram, you got it. I follow him, but yeah, I don't watch, I gotta watch his um, clips, I guess. I haven't watched him. I think one of the best segments he ever did was when he got drafted to 205 Live and they had broken up him and Big Cass, and he just sat there and roasted the entire roster for like 10 minutes straight. I think oh, he's it was good, the dude. death of 205 yes. Live, but it was good TV. And, and uh, isn't 205 Live still going? I it could be. I, I think there's. Like I think four it's now. I think it's now. called NXT Level Up. Oh, is that they what became NXT yeah. Level Up? Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they don't do the 205. They kind of faded 205. I don't even know if they have the cruiserweight title. I don't think they have the cruiserweight title anymore. I think they cl- faded that out. Mm. Mercy kill. Yep, exactly. <laughs> put him down. Put him down soft. Do not resuscitate. And just in case any of you guys were wondering, now we know whatever happened to 205 Live. I've never watched that show, I don't think, once. I'm sure it was good, like when no. it first came it was, out, but it was, no. 205, like. You know, when Neville was champ and stuff, I mean, it was a terrible use of Neville, but at least you could count yeah. on really good matches every week. I watched it in the very beginning, but. It was one of those things I just like felt obligated to watch that wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Well, and Buddy came from there too, right? Yep. Then he used to be the champ, and now look at him now. 
Yep. Something good came out of there. But no, right. Enzo More, yeah, pretty good Instagram follow. He does kill it on the mic. He is crazy. And I, I question oh, if great. he looks crack or not. Or methamphetamine. But chances are, out in New Jersey, I'm sure it's easy to come by. <laughs> All right. Shout out to our New Jersey that. listeners. Yeah. Oh, dude, shout out our New Jersey listeners. Yeah. Our top state. Not anymore. Love you guys out in Jersey. Not anymore. All right. Go Devils. All right. Let's stay down in Bayview. Talk to my guy. Oh, my God. It's Charlie Michael. The Jericho Appreciation Society. <laughs> Sport eight. What is it? Sports. Eight, eight weeks sports. Inter- I fucked it up. Eight weeks <laughs> sports. Inter- eight you weeks got it. sports entertainment. Embrace us. <laughs> the, I, the best part of that whole thing is the way they say entertainers is like entertainers. Yep. Entertainers. entertainers yep. <laughs> that guy's gold. Yep. Dude, daddy, daddy Jericho magic. Reach. Oh yeah, his look is like he starts shaking. He's he's just great. Dude. He is if, so you, darky. It's great. I was on. I was on those guys before they did. I, I was on. I, just, I said I was just about to team up, Charlie. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was just about to pump your tires. Be like, Charlie kind of saw it in the beginning. Yeah. I was kind of indifferent. We Same didn't know. Yeah. I mean, the what culture well, boys I, loved I it, it so Matt was kind of on him yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. Then I then I saw him on being the elite stuff, and they're like fucking hilarious on there, dude. I'd love to see mm-hmm. Daddy Magic and Enzo on the mic battling each other. God, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be tough, dude. Uh, Enzo's real good off the top of his head, bro. <laughs> totally. Yeah, good. I'm sure he'd bury Daddy Magic, but Daddy Magic yeah. would make it hilarious. Yep. So Big Cass is leaving uh, Impact. Did I hear a rumor that he might go to WWE, or is that wishful thing? Oh, no, that was the whole Edge thing. No, I heard they were looking at him. I heard they were looking at him. They were impressed with how he looked. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they snagged him. Yeah. I mean, if he's if his head's on straight, he's definitely. I think it is a he's good sober. get. Yeah, it's a good get. Yep. Definitely. They need a big guy. They need a. Pace. They do. They need something. Yeah. Yep. Especially with Cody being gone for nine months now, uh, that yep. just came out, and but their big dog Roman Reigns being banged up, they need a guy. They definitely need a guy with their head on straight because they're not because they're not getting one uh, from AEW back, and AEW guy, has yeah. a wrestler with his head not on straight at all. That would be Jeff Hardy. He got into a bit of trouble. I don't know. Was it this morning or last night? Last, uh, last night. Last last night, early morning, I think. Yeah. Leaving that Dave just... and Buster's. That's oh where he was leaving God. from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. I, I don't know why I thought that was funny. <laughs> well, let's get into all the details real quick. It, uh, Jeff Hardy got arrested for another DUI, a felony. Um, this really puts a lot of complications because we thought, you know, a little rebirth, a change of scenery in AEW would do the man good. Well, it lasted for about a month and a half, two months, something like that, and uh, he got busted. So, uh, so what are the details on this story, Steve? He got busted outside of Dave and Buster's? Yeah, I think um, all the stuffed animals in his front seat that he won that <laughs> gave it away for the cops. Yeah, he played House of the Dead too many times and got no. I don't know. <laughs> Is that still a thing? <laughs> no clue. I, I think so. I don't. I I saw like like what what he blew and it was it was pretty damn high. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like two something. Yeah, it was definitely like two six nine or something. It was definitely. Oh my god, that's a lot of sugary drinks from Dave and Buster's. What is he having? Like rum runners or hurricanes in there? I don't probably, know. Probably but... that, shots, you name it. 
I read that he uh, might be serving up to five years in prison. I doubt it, but I mean, I did hear that too, but I don't, something tells me it won't come to that, but uh, yeah, um, it's, it, yeah, I was trying to look up the law, like the minimums. And I don't know if there's really any minimums on that. I think, I think, I think, I think the most is 30 days in prison. Really? For a felony yeah. DUI? Yeah, that's why I was kind of like, maybe I missed it, but I was looking up kind of like what the, what the case, you know, what are the mandatory minimums in there? And I, and I don't think there's a minimum for jail time on that third, which is weird. Yeah, that's oh. pretty crazy. And part of it may depend on the state. Oh, every state's different. Yeah, that's why I was surprised that they're so low because Wisconsin's pretty lenient. You know, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunate, but true. Um, yep. So I was just, uh, you know, I saw a headline earlier that Bill DeMott, you may remember him as Hugh Morris, former yep, NFL trainer. Yeah. He was kind of bitching about it. And I'm like, oh, come on. But then I read, like, I didn't realize this. His daughter died seven years ago from a, by getting Drunk hit driver? by a, a repeat DUI drive. Oh, I so. didn't know that. Oh, that's shit. why it was that's so the shit. I mean, daughter. Yeah, so it's like, oh. you know, yeah, he, he's got a little right to be pissed because, you know, Sonny, we saw what she did yep. with this unrestrained bullshit. I mean, there's nothing stopping Jeff Hardy from killing somebody. Or yeah. the Usos. There's a yep. lot of people that need to clean it up in yeah. the wrestling world. It's a but real yeah, shame. I, but I think you're right. It was, I think you're right, um, Steve. I guess they haven't been advertising that tag, tag match. They stopped advertising the match, so I don't yeah, know what they're going to yeah, do if so, they're going to switch yeah. it or postpone. I don't know. I just... I don't know. It's so complicated. I mean, this is the first time he's done it in AEW. His brother has been there a while. Like, you know, you, you give him a chance. I, I don't know. I, I mean, got empathy for people that have their demons, but at some point, the dude's got to... I don't know. Is he going to get better? And how, mm-hmm. how many wrestling companies give him a chance? Well, that's mm-hmm. that's the biggest well, thing. I mean, I, I know Tony Khan. Yeah, yeah. T- Tony Khan's a huge fan of the Hardy Boys, as we all know. And bringing Jeff in, I think, well, you know, bringing Matt in made sense at the time. But then Matt got hurt, and we've just kind of seen him go downhill ever since. Um, but when Jeff came in, it sort of seemed like a rebirth for that team. But, you know, even when he came in, we all kind of knew Jeff had his past and everything. And even in some of his first appearances in AEW, you know, sharing a ring with Sting, we all think back to his days in TNA when he came out just wasted and tried to yes. wrestle a match. So that was bad. Clearly, the guy's got a history both on and off screen. Um, yeah, it, it's unfortunate. It was. Just, I mean, I don't want to say it was just a matter of time, but you know, history shows that you know it just kind of keeps on happening. So hopefully, you know, this is the last straw for for Jeff more than anything, and he gets his head on straight. Um, and I'm really curious to see how Tony Khan handles it. Yeah, and for Tony Khan, it seems to me like he, yeah, he has unlimited money. He's very, very rich, but he takes this job very seriously and doesn't want to do a bad business deal. We saw that with Cody Rhodes. He's gone because he didn't want to pay him, and he shouldn't. Uh, Cody Rhodes was never going to compete for the world heavyweight title, and he's busted up, and, um, you know, Cody walked because he wasn't getting paid what he thought he deserved. But um, I don't think um, Tony Khan will give Jeff Hardy another chance after this because he might see him as a liability, bad publicity, bad press. Uh, this, will be a t- yeah. this will be a test of his know. fanboy. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I, mean, I wouldn't. I, I, I mean, I don't know how that Todd's contract works or whatever, but I, I definitely, obviously, he's not going to be TV. I'd say you got to go figure out your legal problems, go to recovery. 
get some sobriety and yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a year or two down the road, if you want to make a comeback, well, we'll give you, give you a chance. I wouldn't totally, if totally, I wouldn't totally give up on them yet, but I'd say mm-hmm. you need to, we need to sit we'll, we'll, up. We, we need to revisit this in about a year when your when your courtship's done, how's your sobriety's going a year from now, you know, cause I mean, recovery's possible, but it's, he's got to get, he's got to focus on his recovery now and figure out that she's or legally yeah, fair the legal shit and he's got to figure out it's up to him he's got to figure out if he's an alcoholic which he is we can tell him he's an alcoholic but until he figures it out and wants to recover and get sober you know yeah. it's mm-hmm. gonna be a cyclical cycle you yeah. know which is unfortunate because, would, yeah but you know at least it, the good the good thing is he didn't kill i mean he could but the good thing is this time he didn't kill anybody i mm-hmm. uh, just hurt himself um, and two of the things that he needs to do to prevent this happening again of drinking and driving again, you know, he's got a problem. Totally. Know. Yeah. And, and this, uh, sorry, Mike, I was go just going to add, I, and this is entirely me speculating, but you know, we've seen since his time in AEW in the ring, especially it's pretty visible that he's physically yeah, just bad. I didn't think it was. Yeah. I just thought he was. They, you know, they said he had a concussion, so I thought he, I was trying to give him, you know, the fanboy, give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, but right. something was wrong that night, you know, obviously. Right. And mm-hmm. now well, it, and now it comes up, it has to be, it just doesn't happen. It's a lot of little steps that happen to that, boom, where that, you know, it's usually a DUI or something like that, that's like the, holy shit, you, you know, we saw it coming. You, you know, you kind of saw it coming, should have got it together, but it's no, you know. No, no one gets sober because he goes, "Oh, I'm getting fucked up." It's a good, it's a great day to get sober. It's always got to be some kind of traumatic event to get a person sober like that, you know? Right. And well, and yeah. just to add to that a little bit, and again, this is just me speculating, but part of me wonders, you know, how much of this is happening because you know all these years he's spent growing his body physically, and it's got. Oh, I'm sure that body. too. Yeah, it, all that ties in too. But yeah, you know, but. Doesn't doesn't justify doesn't justify drinking and driving. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm just yeah. saying, you know. Yeah, I know you're not justifying it, but it's like you, you, you can't make too many excuses for him, you know. And it's and it isn't like it was his first. He's had other ones in his past, so it's like, right. you know. But you know, I hope he gets his shit together and gets one one more chance to prove before he calls it a day. But it's up to him, you know. If he's still drinking. Fuck, you know, if he has no intention on drinking or practicing controlled drinking, I wouldn't fuck with him because obviously he can't do controlled drinking. Some of us can't, like myself, can't do controlled drinking. It doesn't work. Never will work mm-hmm. with me. So you mm-hmm. have to make a decision what you want to do. Totally. And you know yeah. what? You guys bring up great points. I would honestly, I would, I think fans everywhere, no matter who loves how much you love the Hardy Boys? I think most fans would want to see Jeff Hardy get clean rather yeah. than see him wrestle. Yes. And oh yeah. Especially see, now. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Because yeah, like we like we talked about, he's not this. He's not the Jeff. He's old and he's busted yeah. up and he's been through yeah. a lot of stuff. And I mean, he you don't want to see if this is how he copes with his pain or his demons, maybe. And I'm speculating. I'm not oh, saying yeah. this is what it he is be. doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But oh, yeah. um, I I think fans everywhere would be like Jeff. We care about you more as a person rather than a wrestler slash sports entertainer. 
Um, that's if you want to step away and do your thing, I think fans and every it would just be a way better look than to see you know Tony Khan try to cover stuff up for him so he can yeah. you know make some money off of him and some you know three star matches at the, at its peak. So yeah, we uh, this is still a really new story, so we'll see more about that. But what's happening this Wednesday is still a little unclear. There was supposed to be a ladder match between the Young Bucks, Jurassic Express, and the Hardy Boys, and the boys mentioned earlier that they're not advertising that match anymore. So the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express are going to go at it. And we, well, uh, this... we don't know that. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Well, no, we, no I mean, I think that's sure, but... I think that's the open question. They're not advertising anything right now. So will they okay. just make it a uh, a one on one? Or, I mean, a two-on-two? Or are they postponing? I don't know. Yeah, well, let's just talk about if they did go on with it. We thought there was going to be some belts exchanged. So who do you think think it's still going to happen without the Hardy Boys in it now? I guess, you know, like Charlie in particular, and I'm kind of on board, think that the Bucks were going to win. If that that was the plan, then um, Mm -hmm. why not? Why not keep it going? Yeah, just go with the tag team, and obviously you can address it, and then be like, "Well, we can't wrestle, so right." We promise you a ladder match, and we'll go with the ladder match, or maybe they throw another team in to do a three way. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling it's this is is set up for the box. So yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. I I can't imagine the Bucks facing another tag team, like you know, two on two, like you said, and losing. Um, they're ju- they're just too good, especially. And this isn't a shot against Jurassic Express by any means. That's they're a great team. The Bucks, admittedly, are on a whole different level compared to them mm-hmm. and many a lot of other teams in AEW. So, if they do go forward with the match, my money's on the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah especially sure. especially if they that was their plan. It seemed like yeah, then them them going forward with the match would maybe indicate that's what's going to happen. Do you um? Just to backtrack a little bit here, sorry guys, but what? So Matt Hardy is no longer in charge of like this House of Hardy or anything. He was basically with his brother. That was his, you know, his path, his direction. And now that his brother probably won't be wrestling for a while, I mean, he could serve up some jail time. So what does that mean for Matt Hardy? Does he step away or does he try to get involved some way on his own? I don't know. What do you guys he just think? Bide some time as a single star for a while. Not yeah, really, but not really doing much. Yeah, but that's what happens. They kind of cool his jets a little bit, and he just kind of goes away, and he comes back as something that, you know, mm-hmm. as a different gimmick. I mean, because he's still getting paid. It's because his brother fucked up doesn't mean he's got to suffer, you know? Oh, he's been suffering forever. I mean, just to... Yeah, he, this I wonder is how many, Jeff Hardy's I wonder, first time, and, you know, yeah. Matt Hardy's had to adapt for years and years and years, and he's got to be pretty much sick of it. I would probably yeah. fucking hang it up if I was Matt Hardy. I'd be like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, but I, yeah, but I have a feeling that he, like, he really, he backs his brother up, dude, hardcore. Like, of and, you know, obviously he covered. Obviously now he he covered for him being drunk in that match or whatever he was in that match, and mm-hmm. you know he's not gonna, he's not gonna, he's not gonna write him off, you know, because it is. I mean, he, like I said, he fucked up, but he's not. Yeah, right off just, you know. Yet, if he if he keeps drinking, then that's when you get to the point. Like, dude, you're you're fucking up. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I think we're gonna have to the part ways, dude, because the way you're living isn't good. You know, I almost I almost wish they uh, 
if they're going to keep Matt Hardy on TV to do like the sting thing where he partners with somebody young. Cause I just felt like before, before they just were, it just felt like they were just biding time with him. And you know, like the whole Matt Hardy, like what was that team's name? The group, the money group, whatever. It just, yeah. that was oh, not the, that was oh, not the show. best. That was not the best work. That uh, was horrible. But if he teamed with, if he teamed with some young guy, yeah. They broke that Hardy family office crap up, you know. Remember? Finally, but yeah. Yeah, but it would be nice if, um, yeah, I mean, use his skills to, to, to put over somebody young, have him team with somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Even, But that's been so played out in uh, AEW as it is. It so is. So many times. I'm, I'd be like, eh, just don't, even, don't even sweat it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well, something we should be sweating, that's for sure, was something that we've been talking about for a long time. I was thinking about it the other day. I think it was way back uh, in the, during the first um, Winter is Coming. We were talking about the first time that New Japan and AEW would be kind of cr- doing cross-continental stuff. Charlie brought that up a long time ago. I remember talking about it. It was a great episode. Um, we'll have to go back and figure out which episode it was. and. It's what we're seeing right now. The show with Forbidden Door. Uh, we're, we're seeing wrestlers that we never thought would wrestle on U.S. soil, especially in a different promotion like AEW, but it works perfectly. And then the biggest budding and shining star that there is, it, Will Ospreay made an appearance this last AEW Dynamite and uh, blew the roof off. Well, actually, I was expecting a bigger pop. I think people were just in shock. I thought it would be way louder, like CM Punk you, level of pop. But let me let me ask this: do, do you think the AEW crowd knows him as well as we we'd like them to? I think. Well, maybe that location. Where was it in Missouri? Maybe Missouri people aren't as hip to it. I bet in Chicago or New York, it would have been louder. Possibly, I I would say probably half the crowd also watches New Japan or is in tune with Will Ospreay. Yeah, I, I mean the big thing, and I've thought about this too before, is. If I had to criticize one thing AEW has done, they do a great job catering to the hardcore fans. Sometimes I think they do it a little too much and lean on it a little too hard. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Charlie and I talk about this all the time. We both are New Japan fans, but I still can't keep track of all the guys in New Japan and now with AEW and everything. So, yeah, that's a really good question, Steve. I mean, my thought, you know, if you're going to introduce Will Ospreay especially, Personally, I didn't think they did a very good job just kind of having him come out during an FTR promo and be part of a beatdown segment. I get that they're trying to build a storyline ahead of Forbidden Door, but with the crossover from New Japan, I do think it may have been a better idea for AEW to introduce these guys or at least give us a better idea of who they are as they were introduced, right? Rather than having Excalibur just kind of give you, you know, five words on the spot telling you who this person Mm -hmm. is and why you should care. You you know what was a little weird to me, like just kind of a detail thing. I felt like they missed, and I don't know if you guys caught this. So, Osprey and his dudes all came out in black t-shirts. Uh, Trent Pareto was wearing a black t-shirt, and maybe somebody else. But anyway, it just got really mud. Like if you're not a hundred percent sure who these guys are, then all of a sudden mm-hmm. there was a bunch of dudes in the ring with black t-shirts on. I don't know. It's like it was weird. It was like <laughs> Trent should not have been wearing the same thing as the guys that attacked him. And like his dudes are like the Aussie Empire or something like that or what was his buddy's name? Oh, uh, what yeah. is it called? Um, That's right, Aussie, uh, some, Aussie Open. 
I think is this is something Empire. Um, yeah, yeah. United, it's, Empire. United Empire. United Empire. Yeah. Yes, it's yes, really United similar Empire. to. Yeah, it was really similar to Imperium. It felt like just uh, Will Osprey is just not a Walter or Gunther, but um, but oh yeah, he's totally better, of course. But I mean, this is this is still really really big news. The fact that this guy's wrestling with AEW, we've been wanting this and hoping for this for a long time, and now what does this mean? Is he going to be a permanent piece after or is uh, it... Forbidden Door, you think? Or what do you guys think? I don't think? know. He's New Japan. He's New Japan. Because he, he just resigned, right, with them? Yeah, he resigned. He just won the, um, he just won it. I forget what title. He just won a title at Dominion. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, yeah, they're not, they're, I don't, he, he's not leaving, dude, anytime soon. Yeah. Gotcha. No, and admittedly, like, I think AEW's roster at this point is way too big. Like they're having a really hard time keeping people on TV for you know two weeks at a time, even. So I don't know that it's in Will Ospreay's best interest to consider going to AEW at this point. He's already got so much so much fanfare over in New Japan. Um, yeah, he's got a good thing going. He's got his spot there. He should just keep working it. For yeah. Sure. AEW has got to figure out. I mean, maybe they already do, but I mean, it's just a question of timing. But they got to get the Ring of Honor thing going because it's like they're just trying to do too much with like three hours of television. I think they're waiting for a TV deal. There's no TV deal. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If they're trying to get it, if it's streaming or whatever, but they don't, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's probably going to be like, um, like their version of NXT, a feeder system. Yeah. You know, but it'd be sprinkled with some, uh, you know, some a experienced to, guys. Yeah, to give the younger guys somebody to yeah, sure. get better with. To work with, yep. Totally. I just wish it would happen sooner. I mean, I realize it's business, but it's like, it just feels like it's just muddying dynamite and rampage right but, now but to really, try but really, everything. But really, how, how though? Because they're only only belts that, I mean, Samoa Joe's, Samoa Joe's been, but FTR yeah. hypes up the Ring of Honor belts, but they're not really having a lot of yeah, ring of honor. I they, guess, have, they haven't I, had ring of honor matches lately i guess I, yeah i guess that's fair I fe- at first it felt like they were just every week trotting out these at ring of honor titles but they've cooled that off a little bit yeah, other than the samoa joe thing yep. and then maybe that's the one that bothers me because i feel like the crowd is just not having jay lethal uh sanjay dutton sing yeah yeah i mean like even like the you know mercedes martinez is even she you know she she hasn't been on since she won that belt Mm-hmm, you true. know, so that's fair. Yeah, yeah. He might have just wanted to. He probably just got a good deal on Ring of Honor, oh, and I'm then sure just kind of got got busy and had to fill in uh, whatever was happening with AEW. And I'm sure it'll get there. He just wanted to own it, and as you know, maybe as more statistics tape. come out. I'm sure he. I I kind of trust that he's he knows what he's doing. Definitely. Um, plus, he's the tape library too, dude. So. True. Whenever they get that set up, a streaming deal, it's gonna it'll work. It's gonna take time, for sure. You know. Plus, you know, his main thing is AEW right now. He's got so much going with you know with the last pay per view. Now he's got to build for this pay per view. Like maybe after this pay per view, he can kind of get going before the next before All Out or All In comes up. You know, so right. You know. Well, they keep com- coming out with big announcements, seems like all the time on AEW anyway. So uh, one other big announcement that happened this Wednesday was they revealed a new championship belt. 
It's the All-Atlantic Championship. Um, it's a beautiful belt. It looks really nice. It is. The belt uh, looks we, good. awesome. Yeah, we, we thought a trios title belt would uh, come before this, but I do like this. I do like this since especially the timing feels right with all this, you know, intercontinental, um, you know, participation from wrestlers from all different countries coming to different uh, promotions and stuff. So it would be nice to have uh, a title, you know, crossing the Atlantic. Um, it, it seems cool. Like, it can go anywhere. It's it's just kind of like, it's not like a 24-7 title, of course. But, I mean, this is one that can show up on any any continent, any big promotion, and it gives them access to uh, more access to these uh, cross-continental matchups. So I'm kind of excited about it. What do you guys feel? I would have been more excited if they had first introduced the trios titles. I can tell you that. Sure. I mean, well, and I suppose I should probably add a little bit to that, shouldn't I? So for those of our listeners out there who maybe didn't see last week's episode <laughs> of Dynamite, um. Show starts a really hot show, and at one point Tony Schiavone mentions that they're introducing a new title. And immediately, I said forward on the couch, like, "Oh man, this is it! Awesome!" And this was not pre-announced or anything. So, we're to play this video package explaining this title. Um, and when they actually showed what it was, seriously, my my face just sank, my heart sank. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> what? Come on!" Like. I just feel like, you know, and this kind of goes back to what I just talked about a minute ago. AEW right now, in my opinion, at least, with the TV time they have, is trying to do way too much. And I feel like a lot of things that are really good could take a backseat to this title. They already have a bunch of trios set up just naturally as part of their storylines that these trios titles would fit in with perfectly. And you wouldn't have to really adjust the booking. You wouldn't have to adjust like tv time create new matches anything like that it would just work with the existing framework they have in place so i personally i was really disappointed to see this i think the opening tournament's going to be really good and we'll get some good matches out of it i just wonder once that title's in place where does that stack up against the tnt title and how do they make one more valuable than the other or how does one fit with the other i i, I don't know it's almost like they now have three men's singles titles none of which really hold prestige over the other. I mean, obviously, everybody says the world title is the title. Don't forget the FTW title, too, bro. Yeah, how could you forget that? (laughs) Well, exactly. That just furthers my point. Like, what, you know, the FTW title, like, Ricky Starks has been holding that for how long now? And Because he's that good. Well, that is true. Fans are really getting behind him. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't defend it very often. <laughs> he does not defend it very often. And it, it would be great even if he did some really good programs or storylines with it. I, you know, even though it's not officially recognized, I think they could make it really fun. Um, but, you know, for whatever reason, they haven't. So four men's singles titles now, the world heavyweight title being the one everybody's after. And currently we don't have a champion for. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just kind of a county- mess. You're counting the FTR belt as a singles title? I, I made the joke earlier. <laughs> For the oh, sake of t- 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 tongue in no. cheek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's like I was listening to the show today. That's not a title belt. It's just a gimmick belt that Taz made up that'll never leave his team. Mm-hmm. So it's not even. It's just. It's, it's kind of like the Bret Hart belt. It's, it's a belt that's going to stay with Taz's mm-hmm. team 
They're never going to, mm-hmm. you know, it's the belt he made up back in ECW. You know, it'll never leave that little crew. It's like the most valuable player on Team Taz. They get to yep. carry it. Yeah. It'd be cool. Yep. It'd be cool for for someone to lose it because then it would add like a little excitement to it. But I don't. And then Taz would, Taz would lose his mind trying to get it back. It would be. Oh, yeah. 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 If somebody tried to that destroy that thing. Yeah. Oh, that'd be like, funny. Somebody should try to steal it and then like fuck it up because the thing's already really old and I like got, looks fucking busted. I up. got an even better idea. Sammy Guevara could win it and he and Tay could have sex on it and then like. Oh, it, you the know, newly engaged. That uh, is the title to do it on too. So uh, I do. I do agree up to a point with Matt. I I agree that like my heart was set on trios. They announced it and I'm like, wait, what? A singles belt. Now I've warmed to it, and I think for a couple of reasons. One, the tournament's pretty awesome, like you said. Two, you said like, where does this rank? I think, given the low stature of the uh, TNT title right now, because it's just been kind of trashed. No, no, genuinely, no offense to Scorpio. It's all storyline that's ruined it. But um, if somebody like Miro wins this title and like has a good run with it, I think it'll be it'll get off to a good start. And that's mm-hmm. who I think should win it. I think it's got to be Miro. I cannot see him coming back to lose in this tournament. Oh, it would be perfect Plus for two, Miro. I mean, I would, I would cool your jets on, on the trios thing. I'm sure you guys, you guys should have heard and know that you know they're not that they're, I, the rumor is they're not doing anything with the trios until Kenny gets back. That's the rumor that until Kenny comes back, they're not doing anything with the trios. Mm. Uh, and he should be back not too far, right? I, I mean, he's, he, uh, well, there's no timetable set. Yeah. I was hoping he'd show up at Forbidden Door because it's just tailor made for him. But that would be awesome. I, I hope. Oh man, that place is gonna that the roof is gonna blow off if he just makes an appearance there. Hopefully he, hopefully he does that. Man, that'd be fucking that'd awesome. Be big. Yeah, I'm and sure he's not wrestling. I think I speak for all of us that I'm equally excited about the prospect of Don Callis coming back too. Oh. That'd be good I've missed too. him so much. I have, yeah, totally uh, missed him. It'd be interesting. Uh, it'd be interesting. To, I have a feeling he won't come back because when Kenny comes back, he's going to be a face. Mm-hmm. You think so? Because he's going to be uh, fighting against Adam Cole and those guys. He's well, I, he's going to be so popular. You know, whenever anybody comes back from a injury, it's, they're just it's over the, tri- the top face. It's know? the Triple H factor. He got hey, hurt, yeah, bad, came back, and everybody loved yep. him. Yep. Yep. That's how it's going to go down, I bet. What if Callus became the mouthpiece for Adam Cole? Oof. He could. Adam Cole, Adam Cole doesn't need mouthpiece. He doesn't need it. I was going to say. <laughs> well, neither does Kenny. Did Kenny? Callus could, be, Callus could be the mouthpiece for um, uh, Red, Red Dragon. Dragon. That would yep. work. Yeah. Well, yeah, give him something. I just miss Callus. I don't care who he works for. I just yes. want him back. I want to see what Same else here. that guy comes up with. As soon as he put on that, tink, that pink uh, Pepto-Bismol tuxedo yes it that was, was the day over. i that I was it started to love don Callis that day that that was what did it he's yeah. gold yep well yeah it would be a great time for kenny to come out and make an appearance and i hope we see it i mean that whole card is just getting better and better we were talking a little bit about uh whatever else is happening uh jay white i guess is this new champ matt said before we started recording uh, the, I I think all of these uh, dynamites and rampages are just gonna bring out more and more to round out this card that we're gonna see in Chicago later this month. 
So uh, Charlie's going to be, we're going to have boots on the ground at that show. Charlie's going to be live and in person. It'll be freaking awesome. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But, um, fucking rocking. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be wearing a bullet, wait, a bullet, uh, bullet club. club shirt. Yep. That he has yet to buy. I could have swore you would have had two or three. I got to make that purchase soon. That show's next Sunday. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. You probably got going to get one there. It's going to be no, a blackout in there with all those Bullet Club shirts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be. Because, like I said, when I went to that New Japan show in Chicago, dude, the Bullet Club was fucking over. Oh, big yeah. time. Big time. Big time. I didn't, I didn't know how big the Bullet Club was until I went to that all-in show. I think probably 93% of the crowd was wearing one. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, um Yep. And then it was it was kind of equivalent to once CM Punk <laughs> got into AEW, everybody was wearing that white CM Punk shirt. Like yep, when we went and saw yep. him in Chicago. That's oh, how yeah, it was. The yep. Bullet Club shirts, unreal. I remember at All Out after when CM Punk wrestled. Uh, was it Darby? Yeah. I mean, there was whole sections, like a whole section in the arena that was wearing basically the CM Punk T-shirt. You could <laughs> like crazy. count the money. Yes. Yeah, yep. if there was a, why you could see a white shirt. shirt. Yeah, it was probably a CM Punk shirt. It's a T-shirt uh, age that we live in here, and I wish these guys uh, had some pretty cool T-shirts because we're gonna get to promo of the week. We're getting to the back end of the show, and we got a great one here. Um, this one is submitted by Davy Davy Davy. I don't know if like he just wrote his first name three times or if it's his first. Middle and last name. Davey, that's what Davey. I'm going. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> but he's from Santa Monica, California. Shout out to all of our California listeners. And he actually he must have been listening to our Jim Brunzel and Greg Gagne interview because he submitted one with Nick Bockwinkle and the High Flyers from the eight um, NWA. So Damn. it's going to be a lot of fun here. Um. Thanks, Davey. And if you want to hear a great promo that you've been listening to and want to get on the show, shoot that over to us at Keep the Kayfabe on Instagram and Facebook or Keep the Kayfabe 414 at gmail.com. So, Davey, 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 let's listen, <laughs> listen, listen to Nick Bockwinkle and the High Flyer. The High Flyers in action. As you know, they will be stepping into the ring Thursday, March 7th against Nick Bockwinkle, Mr. Saito, the winner's guaranteed a shot. It's a tag team champion. First off, we have not seen Mr. Saito these past few weeks. Where, may I inquire, has he been? You're making it sound like a mystery. Do you think this is the only part of the world there is to wrestle? He's been in the Orient. Very successful tour, and he will be here when it's time to step into the ring. All right, now, kind of a rare opportunity, gentlemen, if you will, to get all the combatants involved in this match. Certainly no uh, love lost between you two. Oh, Nick Bockwinkle, he comes out here, the pompous jackass that he is, says that we're low-keyed. Nick Bockwinkle, Greg and I would like nothing better than to beat you along with your partner because we've been striving for something for over a year and a half. Nick Bockwinkle, it's time that the young high flyers come back in action and it's time that we get our rightful claim as being world tag team champions. What do you think about that? Marvelous. Let's hear what this man has to say too. Go ahead, Mr. Greg. Bockwinkle. You're Mr. Articulate. Well, it comes down to this. I don't care what you feel you want to put claim back on. That's just marvelous. But when we take the jackets off and the sequins and the wigs and whatever it might be, before people step into the ring, once the bell rings, it comes down to one thing. 
whether you slap me in the side of the head or I slap you in the side of the head, the adrenaline starts to flow. And you might want to take and be the world's tag team champions again. Mr. Saito and I would like to be the world's tag team champions for the first time. And we bring with us the same thing you do. Him and I, the tradition of second generation. But I'll give it both to you straight. There's no less desire on my part. And you can stand there and hang your heads down humbly and very say nice things to all the little humanoids out there. I could care less. Because when it comes time to stomping and kicking, you both know that Mr. Saito and myself will make fair and more than fair representation of ourselves. You know, you're, Have you're a nice day. Tradition. This is younger tradition, though. Oh, you know, everybody you? thinks you're a little bit over the hill now, Mr. Oh, really? Bockwinkle. Right. But I know we're going to have our hands full with you uh -huh. because I've been in the ring with you many, many times. Sure. So is Jim. Sure. And Mr. Saito, you're a fine, fine team. But I'll tell you one thing. Sure. There is no way you're going to come in and win this match. Isn't that nice? I like people who've got optimism and positive thinking because then it's more fun when we beat you. <laughs> all right, wrestling fans, it's all coming to pass Thursday, March 7th, the Winnipeg Arena. Do get your tickets early. We'll be right back. Well, that was great. What an eloquent way to pick a fight between all of these three here. <laughs> these guys were really well-spoken, and uh, but these guys knew how to kick some ass, that's for sure, huh? Well, we for know they're sure. well-spoken because they spoke to us, at least uh, two of the three. <laughs> and they spoke well. Yeah. They did. Yeah, I miss those guys. I wanted to talk a little hockey with them. Remember, boys, uh, during the... Um, group thread i was like i'm gonna ask him about the playoffs i actually went back and list and watched some uh nwa and Vern talked about hockey during a promo like <laughs> i guess they're all about hockey did oh, they I have did they have the north did they have the north stars back then they did yeah did they really okay yeah oh yeah but uh well just in general minnesota's the mecca uh, yeah that's North true American yeah yeah that's hockey, true so. yeah, you're right yeah but it was it was just funny because Vern actually went on and talked about the stanley cup playoffs and this was like a show from 1983 or something like that it Damn. must have just been happening at the same time but maybe next time at crusher fest not this summer but next summer we hopefully are coming back so yeah awesome well, boys, this was a great show. I cannot wait for Dynamite coming up this Wednesday. We're going to wait and see what happens. And, you know, Jeff, you got to, you know, you hit a really big bump in the road again, bro. I mean, all of us here at Keep the Kayfabe and around the world want you to get, you know, your shit together and do what's best for you. No rush. Just get right. And, you know, just keep it Triple H. And that's all you got to do, man. It's stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard. Triple H. Dana, 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 dana. This world from dragging me down.